Bye guys. God bless you, Pastor. God bless you, Apostle. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. We get everybody coming in going tonight. Just a few minutes, a few more minutes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're coming in for a few minutes. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Alright, let's see where Jesus. Oh, Jesus coming in there. Thank you, Lord God. I hear you. God bless you, Jesus. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. God bless you, Jesus. All right. That's about Pastor God. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you. Jesus, God bless you. Hello. All right. God bless you. All right, guys. We just want to get ready to go on the prayer of grace. I want everybody just to take yourself off mute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Precious Heavenly Father, Hallelujah. Lord, your presence on tonight. Father, we thank you, oh God, Hallelujah. as we lift up your hands before you on tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Father, release the mantle, oh God, of your anointing Hallelujah. of prayer, your anointing, amen, that will cover Hallelujah. in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, oh God, as we stand into your presence on tonight. Father, as we rely on you on tonight, in the name of Jesus. Father, however the direction of the flow of the Holy Ghost send the flow on tonight. Father, as we lift our voice, oh God, we already know that, hallelujah, the Bible says that no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. And every hallelujah. time that rise up against thee shall be condemned. And so, hallelujah. Father, as we stand in your presence on tonight, Father, as we lift your voice up before you on tonight, in the name of Jesus, Rebosokotandarabashanda, come on and lift your voices on tonight. Hallelujah, just releasing your tongues, releasing your tongues. Hallelujah. Your tongues, oh God. Releasing your presence on tonight. 
Hallelujah. in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We stand and we wait, God. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. We bless you, God. We bless you. We bless you. We praise you. We adore you. We magnify you, God. In the name of Jesus. 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 God, we thank you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, you are King of glory and mighty and battle, God. We thank you. Hallelujah. Jesus, 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 we bless your name, God. 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 We magnify your name, God. We wait, God, about the Messiah for the Prince of Peace. You got a motion of we render the enemy helpless, God, tonight, God. We render the enemy helpless tonight, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord God. 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 We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We magnify you, God. In the name of Jesus. 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 I have a whole son of a father. Father, the blood. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we in the name of Jesus, Father, it's all tomorrow, in the name of we thank you, God. We thank you, God. We magnify you, God. We glorify you, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I find up everything that's connected to in, in the, name the name of Jesus, I find up every form we praise you, God. We praise you, God. We take down the enemy, God. In the name of Jesus, we take you down. You We take you down. We destroy you now. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, God. We thank you, God. We magnify you, God. We glorify you, God. In the name of Jesus, the wonder-working power, God. The wonder-working power. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your mercy. In the name of Jesus. 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 So, Father, as we come before, amen, we like to welcome everybody out tonight, amen, to a mantle of prayer segment, amen, hallelujah. And we're getting ready to go before the throne of grace, amen, as we bring forth the word of God on tonight, hallelujah. We're on Facebook, amen, for the week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God is doing some new things. Amen. He's opened up the doors. Amen. We're getting ready to hit Big TV Network. Amen. So we just got to just be prayerful for what we're doing to the next level that God is shifting the ministries, each and every ministry. We're going to make sure we get as exposure every single ministry that is connected to, amen, the coalition, amen, on in this season. Because God is doing a new thing in the season. Amen. So as we Introduce to some, introduce to others, amen, on tonight. None other, amen, than the Honorable, amen, Prophetess Dr. Linda Lane on tonight. Amen, God bless you. God bless you, God bless you, saints. Amen, God bless you, saints, everywhere, world, around the world, amen, as well as over 40, uh, 45 states in America. I thank you, God, for just listening and giving us an opportunity to minister to you all over the world. Um, shout out, hallelujah, to Jesus uh, in Cuba, amen, his family. Praise God, hallelujah, and everybody else on the line. Praise the Lord. I would like you 
Uh, let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus that surrounds us and keeps us and holds us in the palm of your hand, God. We thank you in advance. Hallelujah, God, because tonight we're coming after the enemy's throat. In the name of Jesus, I praise you. In advance, God, hide Glenda behind the cross. Our God, hide me in a way in the spirit realm so that I cannot be detected and detached and, and tormented by the word of God in the name of Jesus because there's no weapon that's formed against us or this podcast shall stand. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. I would like you to turn your Bibles, amen, to the book of... Um, Samuel, hallelujah, um, the 17th chapter, First Samuel, 17th chapter, amen, hallelujah, and we're going to start around the 45th verse, again, one more time, we will be working tonight and First Samuel, 17th chapter, and we will start somewhere around the verse 45th verse. Amen. Our principal character tonight that we're going to learn about, amen, in this particular scripture, um, hallelujah, was this giant named Goliath. Goliath was a giant in the land. And he was at least nine or ten feet tall. And he would tower over uh, the people around him. And not just him, hallelujah, but Goliath had some family members. So that when Goliath went out to battle, um, he had his ten folks around, and so David ended up having some stones to kill them too as, as well. But there was no need for it because when the enemy came, hallelujah, the enemy was so uh, confounded that this great giant that, that we believe that he had power uh, fell dead. Um, because of the power of the living God. Amen. I'm going to uh, come apart tonight. Amen. Amen. Let's us know that we're going towards the enemy's neck. We want to destroy. We want to take his, ne- his head off his body. We want to destroy Satan's kingdom. Hallelujah. Because when he gives us the power of the Holy Ghost, he gives us the authority to destroy everything in us that's not like God. Sometimes we sit around our lives and begin to cry about, oh, poor me, oh, I don't have this, and I don't have that. But you don't understand that when you give your life to Christ, 
you take on a, a, a power, the same power that walked in Christ, the same power that spoke the world into existence, the same power that he's given to you when you give your life to Christ and you change. You go to a, a change, a metam, metamorphosis. In other words, you change. You are no longer the same person as you were before. You should not have the thoughts of doing the things that you used to do. You won't. You shouldn't ought to go where you used to go. Why? Because you are now a new change agent on the earth. Each one of you on this line tonight. You represent change on the earth. When you give your life to Christ and turn from the wicked ways, you now can lift up a standard in the name of Jesus. I know when I was going to uh, living with my grandparents and I was the oldest or the second oldest of the grandchildren, and they taught us the Bible. They taught us the Bible. And uh, it would kill us these stories about Goliath. And I really didn't think it was real until my grandmother one day took out the Bible and told us the story of David and Goliath, which means you might be small, but you're anointed. You might be small, but because the Christ that lives in you, you can do great things. The Bible says, for with God nothing shall be impossible, whether it's little small men named Achaeus that sits up in the, in, the, in, the, in the tree and saw Jesus coming by and calling Jesus. Jesus, or whether it's like a big giant, the fact that you have the same power when you give life, your life to Christ, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how many children you'll have, no matter what it looks like, your back is against the wall and all you want to do is to say, Lord, I just, I'm just, I'm just, I just give up. I don't understand. I don't like it. I, everything's going wrong in my life and I'm trying to change and I, I really made it my mind I'm going to do right but look like the more I true to do right it looks like as he talked to Paul he said that when I went to do good when I tried to make up my mind to do right when I made up my mind I was going to do what you called me to do but there was something in my members there was something in my heart did would not change because there is a constant warring in the spirit whether you're warring in the spirit when you sleep and have bad dreams or whether you're warring in the spirit when you're trying to figure out what you're going to cook for dinner tonight or whether there's a warring in your members because somebody in your family is sick and you don't know what to do or when it looks like everything's lost and the children are going crazy and the, the, the car is broken and, and everybody's acting. I just don't know what to do. I remember preaching a message years ago that said, what do you do? Do when you don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know whether you've ever felt like that, but I've had many days, especially when I was raising my children alone. Hallelujah! And I, I, I had a divorce from my 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 husband, and I, I all I wanted to do was I just don't know what to do. I just I tried to 
put them on a, a schedule where they'd have to come straight home and, and, and everybody change their clothes and everybody does your homework and they sit around the table and then we would cook and then my mother, I was so blessed that I had a living mother that she would take care of the children so I worked on the night shift and, and this was my priority. I was looking for things. I was looking for houses. I was looking for men. I was looking for women. I was looking just to make ends meet and get from one day to the next day and when I got home the next morning all I wanted to do was say Lord I thank you and get in my shower and go to bed why because all I knew is I just needed to get from this day to the next day but they're giants in our lives yes giants may be I don't have a job right now. My giant might be um, me and my mama not getting along. My giants might be that me and my husband is going to miss a divorce. My giant might be um, 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 my children are just acting crazy. Uh, the giant might be because I just don't know what to do anymore. I just, I just, I don't have any friends. I don't have anybody I can talk to because you know, you know, it's something about if God can give you a friend, a real friend, that they will. They will stick with you from thick and thin. That person will be there for you. God will. They will encourage you. They will tell you, no, you know, you got to do better than that. You can't do like that because you're confessing salvation. Why? Because there are times in our lives, there are giants in our midst. There are spiritual giants, there are physical giants, and there are emotional giants. That's why we have to be so careful how we wear, wear up our children because everything that see from the little kids, uh, it reflects on them along the line. At my age now, I remember I have no recollection of my, my biological father. I kind of think I remember what he looks like. I have no pictures of him. I know nothing about him other than his name. I had very, very few glimpses of him. He was an alcoholic, so I said to myself that I did not want to drink alcohol because all I can remember as a little child at five years old that my father would beat my mother. I remember here, here, Shrim crying, and I remember him saying all kinds of things to her. So you have to be so careful what your children are growing up into because those things shall affect you, and that might be your giant tonight. Here, this giant, this, this uh, Goliath, the, this Goliath. Um, was, like I said, he was over about nine or ten feet tall, and he, he, he towered over everybody, and he, and he put, he put fear on everybody around us. Have you ever been around people that you're afraid to talk, and you're afraid not to talk? You're, you're afraid to go, and you're afraid not to go, because the spirit of fear gets in you, and you don't know whether you're coming or you're going. You, you wake up in the night and you feel afraid and you wake up in the daytime because you couldn't sleep at night and you just don't know what to do because your Goliath is in the midst of you whether you're sleeping or you're awake. Yeah. Well, God is now leads us to this chapter, amen, of Samuel. And the 17th verse. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 17th chapter. And we're going to start at the 45th verse. First Samuel. 17th chapter. Starting at the 50, the um, 45th verse. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let's go up a little bit more. The 40, 40, 43rd verse. Amen. And the Philistines said unto David, this is the enemy now, I am a dog. That thou comest to me with a faith. In other words, this little stick. In other words, I'm a giant. So you don't know who I am, but you come with a little stick. And the Philistines cursed David. First of all, there's the first thing. You don't walk around curse nobody. Because the curse, when you curse it, a lot of times it comes back to you. It might be right then, it might not be now, but you have to be careful how you talk to people, period. Full stop. Whether we're, we're contesting salvation or we're not, we need to have respect for one another. There was a song years ago. Um, 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 this lady used to sing, respect me. Because we should respect one another, especially as people of God. So he's saying, look here. You sinning, you coming to me with this, this little stick? I'm a big man. I'm a powerful man. I'm strong in God. And you come to me with this little flesh, this little thing? And the Philistines said, to David, come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beast of the fields. Yes, yeah, so come on, little David. Come on, come on. You're so little, I'm just going to pick you up and, and feed you to the air. I'm going to feed you to the birds in the air. You, you have no power. I don't know why you got enough nerve to stand in front of me. Because I'm in charge. I'm big. I'm powerful. And nobody can take, can take control over me. God is in control of everything you do. I don't care what kind of giant comes in your life. It might be a boyfriend. It might be an ex-boyfriend. It might be some crazy children. It might be your, your mother-in-law. Hallelujah. That you're just trying to be saved and you just don't want to cuss them out. Hallelujah. But you got to understand that let Jesus fight our battle. So he says here, and the 45th verse, Then said David to the Philistines, Touch, it says, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee. In the name of the Lord of hosts, 
and the God of the and the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou has defiled. So saying, son, I know you. I know you. The I know you. The you're this this giant, but you don't know who I am. And see, you don't have to realize. You have to realize who you are in God. Okay? It's not a boasting, it's not a bragging, but because I've changed my life, because I've changed my attitude, and because I've changed my position that I'm going to serve God, that you can't defeat me, I don't care what you say. All you can do is huff and puff, but you can't take me out unless God tells us, tell us to do it. We can't be so nervous. We can't be so afraid. I don't care what goes on your body. I don't care what, what disease. I don't care what you think. I don't care what they think they think you got. Now, look at here. Jesus is in charge. Jesus is a healer. Jesus is in control. Jesus is the alpha and the omega of our life. It doesn't really matter what man say. It is good to have a diagnosis. And the reason is so that you know what to pray for. Instead of praying for everything on your body. You know now how to center and narrow down where the miracle is going to happen. And then you have to focus on that miracle. Then you have to pray for that miracle. Then you have to cry out for that miracle. And then you have to degree and declare God that you already heal. You're already changed. You're already anointed because God is in charge. So he's telling this, this, this circumcised or uncircumcised Philistine, look at here. I might be a little. I might be small. I might not have the power, but I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, who is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. So it doesn't matter how I feel. I'm not moved by my things. I'm not moved by my thoughts. I'm not moved by how my mama treated me. I'm not moved how my daddy treated me. I'm not moved by if I don't know my daddy. It really doesn't matter now. Hallelujah. All that matters that I come where? In the name of Jesus. So that when you come before Jesus, you remind him that you're coming in his name. I'm not coming in my pastor's name. I'm not coming in my auntie's name. I'm not coming in my great-grandma's name. I'm not coming in those names. I'm coming in the name of Jesus that died on a cross for me. I'm coming in that name because Jesus, he hung on the cross for me. Hallelujah. He died and got up on the third day for me. And after he showed himself around the country, hallelujah. He said to them that I must go away so the comforter come. That one that can come in and see and know everything, everywhere, and everything. The Bible says there's nothing hidden under the sun. So what I want you to know, Goliath, is that in the name of the Lord... I come in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm not coming cause for a need. I'm not coming for a want right now. 
I'm coming in the name of the Almighty shall shall Shaddai. I'm coming for him that who has sent me. I'm coming because there's no other alternative that I've changed my life. I've changed my God. I've changed my attitude. I'm not going to cuss like I used to cuss. I'm not going to go where I used to go. I'm not going to lay up with folks I used to do. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because now I am coming in the name of Jesus. Amen. I tried everything else. I tried everything else, so I might as well turn my life completely over to Jesus. Saints, we've got to learn to lay out in our houses sometimes and cry out for Jesus. If you just say, Jesus, 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 burden bearer. And the Bible says there's something about that name, Jesus. Why? Because in that name, Jesus, uh, hallelujah, he died, he got up on the third day. Yes, yes, there's the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, but he only died in the name of Jesus so that all of us might have the tree, uh, the right to the tree of life at any time. Hallelujah. You know, Israel was God's people. No matter what Israel did in the Old Testament, they would fall apart and they would do all kinds of things. They would sacrifice and then God would forgive them and take them back again. And like a, like a little yo-yo, a little yoko, we round, round in a circle, round and around in a circle. Some of us, we were saved and the next minute we ain't saved. The next minute we think we saved and then we say, well, I guess I'm going again and God know my heart. Yes, he knows your heart. He knows your spirit. But after after a while, sometimes God has to say, you know, enough is enough. Amen. Now, we don't know when, we don't know how, we don't know what day, but I want you to know that God knows our heart. He knows the intricacies of our heart. He knows what we're thinking before we think it. So when you look at that woman walking down the street with her behind and you just focus on his behind and thinking about Jesus, Jesus knows that. Hallelujah. Even when you make up your mind, you know what, I, I really don't want to drink in front of nobody else, but I'll, I'll just slip around the liquor store and I just give me a little bottle and drink it up and then I'll get, get me some peppermint and I'll just go on, on home and, and my husband and my wife, they don't even drink me no we drink it. But I want you to know this. The Bible says there is nothing hidden under the sun. I don't care what you think you're hidden. I don't want you to tell you think you don't know. But the Bible says, hallelujah, there is nothing hidden under the sun. And you know why he says under the sun? Because most of the dirt we do is done when it's in the dark. Amen. Amen. Almost all the dirt we have done in our lives, even as young people, we'd hide somewhere because we didn't want mama to know where we went. We didn't, we didn't want to know we, we snuck off to the, to the, to the theater. We didn't want them to know that we went to this dance and we know we weren't supposed to go because it is our nature to sin. Mm -hmm. It is our 
nature. It is our nature to sin, and that's why when a little baby can take something and they'll say, say, little Johnny, did you do that? And little Johnny, knowing he took it, say, no, mama, I didn't take it. I didn't take it, mommy. I promise. I didn't. I'm not lying, mommy. I don't know. No. Why? Because the from beginning, when we got here, it is our nature to lie. It is our nature to sin. But when we say we are Jesus' people, then we have the power to stand up against the enemy. We have the power to decapitate the enemy. And I mean, take his head off. Some of y'all says you pity pat in prayer. It's time to take down the enemy. It's time to destroy him and ask if he never existed. Because the enemy is not going to play pity pat with us. The, the, the enemy is not going to play, or uh, what do you call that game that plays old maids? No, 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 no. The enemy is trying to take us out one by one. That's how this giant was so bold. He was so bold because he was the strongest, and he probably felt he was the most powerfulest. And he he was coming against Israel's people, and he wanted to know, look here, you just don't know who I am. You must think I'm a dog. Some folks think we dogs in the church. Some people think we cre we crazy, and and because we don't talk a lot, and we don't say a lot, and we don't do a lot of things that other folks do. And some people just arrogant, just just born again of arrogant and rude. I want you to know. Show me one where place in the Bible that Jesus was rude to anybody else, other than we told them Hallelujah to get rid of those tables Hallelujah outside of the the, the, the synagogue. Where is saints? Where is our kindness? Where is our gentleness? Where is our long suffering? Uh, uh, where is the things that God requires us to have in order to get into the kingdom? We can speak in tongues all day long, all night long, but he tells us, hallelujah, in Chronicles, first Chronicles 13, I says, he says, he says that, that you can speak with tongues and tongues, but you cannot do anything if you do not Jesus. We've got to know Jesus. We've got to know Jesus. Good night. Go to bed. Make sure you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Hold on. You're making adjustments. Hold on one second. Just bear with me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, Prophet, is you still in there? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We loose every stronghold that is in this room. Hallelujah. 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 We just gonna go ahead and pray. Amen until she get back in. Hallelujah. 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 Come on and just take yourself off. Take yourself off you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take yourself off you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because there we are walking in a time, hallelujah, that people are walking around with rich crap and voodoo and necromancing and all kinds of things because the Bible says that these are the last days. Hallelujah. I've never seen so much homosexuality. I am not beating homosexuals because you too can be saved. Come on now. But you have to take, make up your mind that God created these bodies to be fitly adjoined together. For a man cannot be fitly adjoined with another man or a woman cannot be joined fitly with another woman. It is not the will of God. It is satanic. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We've got to take down this enemy tonight. We've got to take down this Goliath of lying. This Goliath of that body. The Goliath in the church. The, the Goliath of things that are not of God tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. We've got to take down everything not nailed down. We've got to take down everything. We've got to destroy and dismantle the, in the spirit realm. Hallelujah. You can talk to talk, but can you walk the walk? Can you pray? Can you fast? Can you read your Bible? Hallelujah. And then knew your word and not just know it, but can you live what the word says now? Amen. Can you live what the word says uh are you just playing like you know him you think you go him you know the scriptures you know the word but you ain't gonna do what you don't want to do because it is not scriptural it is scriptural that what the bible says to do he commands us he tells us that we should do it when we are saying that we are christ-like Yes, Lord. You say we ain't bobo like, we ain't Fred Stone like, but we're supposed to be Christ like. Amen. Amen. Living according to the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David is a small man, but David had the heart of a champion. Some of y'all saints, y'all got to take on that mind of Christ and that you you have the spirit of a champion. That I am going to, I will not be, 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 I'm going to be an overcomer. I'm going to love God with, with every tear in my eye. I am still a king's kid. I might not have a dime in my pocket, but I'm full of God. They call shaman say, I might not just eat peanut butter and jelly for the whole week, but I'm still full of God. In the name of Jesus, you begin to decree and declare who you are. You are God's child. You are a child of the king. You are the most high God's son, a daughter in the name of Stop crying and dying and falling out and giving up and saying, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no husband. I ain't got no wife. Oh, my children don't love me no more. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Well, oh, God, help me, help me. No, get up. Put yourself, get yourself together. The old folks say, buy you a new frock and go on with your life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If they don't like it, that's all right. My mom used to say one man's junk is another man's treasure. Amen. You might not want me, but somewhere, somehow, somebody might want me because somebody might see the God in me. Somebody might see the integrity in me. Somebody oh. will love me because of who I am, not because of what you can give me or what I can give you, but you love me like Christ loved the church. Yes. But the problem is, y'all sitting around looking for husbands, you know what? But you gotta find a man that loves you like Christ, that Christ loves you. You gotta, you gotta find, if they don't love you like, you like Christ, you're just wasting your time. Yes. Maybe the yes. first two or three years it might be okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe four or five years it might get real good. Yeah. Then after a while, if you don't open your door to get out the car, they ain't going to open no door for you. They ain't going to do nothing for you. They just tell you, come on, girl. It's not love. It's not love and kindness. That's not gentleness. That's not uncovering. And I got to tell you to do something that I, you know, I tell you I can't do for years. Then why you keep doing the same thing with just nothing? Why? Because you really don't care. And so you got to make up your mind. I'm not looking for a husband. I'm not looking for my, I'm looking for Jesus. I'm looking for my king. I'm looking for my Lord. I'm looking for my master. I want to be an example for my children. I want to be an example for my great-grandchildren. I want to be an example for those around me. Hallelujah. That they can't find the fault in me that other people see around me. Hallelujah. Because I want to be a representative of Christ. Amen. Right. Yes. Right. I'm supposed to be a representative of Christ. So that's why when when this giant say, oh, you think I'm a dog? Y'all bring this little short man to fight with you? You think I'm a dog? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not a dog. I can't even, David, are you down there? So David, how, you, you, you just a child, so you're real little, and you're asking me, you're going, oh, please, oh, please, go somewhere and sit down and, and, and get, take a chill pill, because, um, uh, you know, you're just a Philistine, and I, 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 I'm going to take you out. I might play with you for a little while, but I'm going to take you out. 
That's why when we, we do all kind of things we're not supposed to do in the will of God, hallelujah, the devil will let us run around and have a good time. The devil will make us, we, 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 we'll go places we're not supposed to go and we'll do things that we're not supposed to do and, and we'll go flirt with people that you're not supposed to flirt with and, and, and you pick up people, your phone numbers from people you're not supposed to go to. Why? Because you think you're getting away with it, but there's nothing hidden from the Son of God. I've got to be an example of God. I've got to take on the characteristics of, the, of David. I am a king's kid. I am walking in his image. I have the power of God that's in me now. Uh, it doesn't matter how, that I'm the smallest one of the bunch because I am who God says I am. And you got to say yourself, I may be broke, but I am who God says I am. No matter how you feel, I am who God says I am. I don't feel like it. I don't look like it, hallelujah, but I am who God says I am, because the people, a lot of people are walking around, hallelujah, in depression, because they're sad, and they're, they, they, they don't know how to feel, and they're, they feel lonely, and because that's one of the ways that David, hallelujah, he even got to a point where he said, well, I don't know what to do, God, uh, they done come and took everything from me, they took my children, took my family, they took everything, what am I going to do, and even David's family, uh, they began to fight with David and David said no he said let me get my ephod let me get my thing that represents Christ take this thing and I'm going to stand there and I'm going to talk to my God when the last time y'all had a good talk to God when y'all had a lot a real talk with God turn your cell phones off at least a half hour to once a day and talk to God if you can't do it half half this do 20 minutes. Lord, I'm giving you these 20 minutes. Don't talk to nobody. Put a sign on your bedroom door and say, don't, don't, don't knock or don't do nothing. And give your life to Christ again and let him minister to your spirit. And God, minister to your mind and, and minister to your spirit and minister to your throat and minister to strokes and your legs and your feet. Hallelujah. Because Jesus said he can do anything but fail. Amen. Amen. Everything, everything, everything I thought. I remember one day when I was really sick and I had my, I, I had just had come out of having a stroke and I could not walk. I had to crawl to the bathroom. I had to pull myself up on the toilet. And I, I, I had to go through all these things because I, I was out. I was home by myself because my, my husband was out working and every, every, every step I took, every time on my knees, I'm saying, Lord, I thank you. I don't understand about it. Tell you, thank you. And I couldn't even talk very much, but I kept telling Lord to thank you. And I said, God, I'm a preacher. And how can I preach if I can't talk? But I tell you, thank you. I couldn't remember what day it was. I couldn't remember what time it was. I couldn't remember what to do anything. So I would go around and take sticky pads and put all in my room and things I had to do and what time to take my medication because my 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 spirit was just so vexed because I couldn't do what I used to do. And the most frustrating is. A person is when you used to do things and you can't do anything anymore. I could not read. I, I could not write my name. Do you know how frustrating it is that you couldn't even write your name? You're 30 something years old, 40 something years old, and you can't write your name again. And they have to come in and teach me how to read and write my name again. I begin to say, God, where are you? And this is what David began to cry God, now I am a 
a little man and there's a giant, but I'm coming out to you because you sent me to this destiny in my life for you. He said, I'm, I'm here, God. I'm here. I'm here with the enemy. I'm here. And he's really big. And But I know you sent me, and I know that you're God, and I know that you're king of glory, and I know you're Maddie and Bella, and I know I had a whole bunch of brothers that were tall and handsome and lovely and did great things, but you picked me out. And you got to realize sometimes that sometimes we are picked out to be picked on. That's right. Figure out why your life goes like it is. But we have been picked out to be picked on by God to let them know that even if there might be a giant in your land, you can overcome anything. Well, here, here, here's this giant walking around. And and I began to study that day, this, this giant had some family members and so this is why David had more stones he had five smooth stones so in case that uh, Goliath went down the other ones would come to the rescue he was prepared and that's why the people of God has got to become prepared for the end time The people of God has got to be prepared. And the best place that I believe, one of the first places that we have to be is we have to be prepared on our knees. Because when I'm on my knees, I'm saying to God, I can't get any lower. I'm only looking up to you. I look to you when everything's gone, when nobody don't like me, when everybody in my family, hallelujah, that's over me and dead. I don't know what to do, but God, I look up. I'm looking up. I'm on the ground. I'm looking up to you. And you are the author and the finisher of my faith. And that's what we need to be. Know who our God is. Not, a, not, not you think you know him. You might know him. You read of him. You go to church and you jump and you shout. But do you really know Jesus? Well, here, David saying, now I have to be accountable. But I know God right now that I have been been picked out to be picked on and I'm standing in the need of prayer and I'm waiting for the battle to come because I will not give up. Some of us us just give up too easy. Some of us just start crying easy. Sometimes, and it's okay to cry. Hallelujah. It's every now and then. Because crying releases something called endorphins. Crying releases something so that I feel better. My blood pressure goes down. I relax a little because my body is saying, release, release, release. Well, here, David is beginning to say, Lord, I know you have created me that I've picked out to be picked on. I don't know what to do, but I'm right here and I'm right now and I'm prepared. Are you prepared for the next move in God for you? Are you prepared for that next job? Are you prepared for your new husband? Are you prepared for your new wife? Are you prepared for your children to grow up, become scholars and teachers and preachers? Are you prepared? Holly, you just can't pray, but you've got to be prepared. You go to battle, but you're unprepared. 
you go to battle and you're not prepared and you have no ammunition, you're dead right off the mat. Why? Because you have not prepared. Amen. You're not going to prepare. Be prepared for the things of God if you're not ready to counteract the enemy's decision. But when you prepared, you know God. When you prepared, you're ready. When you prepared and you become a champion, David says, look, I think David just said to himself, you know, but God, if I die, I'm going to die, but I'm going to take that sucker out first. Amen. Because I know where I'm coming. David said, I come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, I'm coming from, I'm coming through Buddha. I'm not coming to Allah. I'm coming to the Jehovah's Witness. I'm not coming to the uh, Seventh-day Adventist. He said, but I am coming in the name of the Lord. Amen. That's my king. That's my L-O-M. That's my God himself. That's right. So he said here, again, in 39, he says, and David put his hand in his bag. So he had some artillery. Well, you figured David had this big old stuff and he had to, no, David used what he knew best. Amen. When you know your Bible, that's what you know best. When you know your scriptures, you, that's what you know best. And all you know how to do is pray, that's what you do best. You God equips you and what you are the best at, and that's what you do. You cannot be a terrible cook and want to cook every day because they will be nice to you, but they don't like your food because it doesn't taste good. Amen. So you've got to find out what you do best. That's right. I tell my friend Dolores all the time, I call her my chef on call. Because I'm not a great cook. I can cook, but I'm, a great, I'm not a great cook. So I call my chef on call, and I tell her, okay, now tell me the easiest way to do this because I just don't know. And then sometimes I tell her, I said, look here. Now, I want, I don't, don't laugh at me, but I don't know so-and-so and so-and-so. So you've got to do what you know how to do best. If witnessing is your best, do the best. If cooking is your best, do the best. If cleaning is your best, do the best. Chauffeuring is your best. Do the best. Don't fuss them out. Don't I hate them. You've got to learn to love folks into the kingdom. I'm so sick of angry preachers. I've never seen so many angry preachers turn on the TV on the TV on Sunday mornings as a whole bunch of angry preachers, and then you turn because because I'm trying to find Jesus and He's fussing me out. I know I'm a sinner. I know I need Jesus, but don't beat me in subjection. Love me into subjection. That's what He said. You can speak and you can do all kind of stuff, but all you're doing is singing like a symbol because I don't understand what you're saying. I just don't know. And David put on his hands on his bag and took thence a stone and a sling and smote the Philistine in his forehead. Now, now that see, now that was wisdom because this this big this big giant. If he had taken that stone and hit him in his in his arm, 
just shrug it off and could have come right at David and killed him. That's why the Bible says to us, wisdom is the principal thing. Don't do anything without asking God. Don't do, I repeat, anything without asking God. And if you don't get an answer, don't move. Because it might be the time for God to do this thing for you, but it might not be the time. It might not be the season. It might not be the right man. Uh, that's why you have to wait. The Bible says in Psalms, wait. And I say again, wait on the Lord. That's, right. that's what he says. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David put his hand in the bag and took fence to stone and slang it and smote the Philistines in his forehead. He got a headache, y'all. That big old giant, nine feet tall, doesn't tell you how big he was, but he was nine feet tall and and he had armor on him and all this other stuff, but he got a, he got a headache. He got a Tylenol headache. He got wiped out. Why? Because David went in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That we walk in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can't nothing stop us. Can't nothing hinder us. When it is the right time, when it is the right season, and it is the will of God, they can't stop us. Stop flying. Get up. Get up. Pull up your bootstraps and fight because we're in a war. Amen. We're in a spiritual war. Amen. A spiritual war. That's right. And David put his hands in the bag and took thence a stone and slang it in, hallelujah, into his forehead that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face on the earth. So there was no there was no retaliation because with one smooth stone and that stone could not have been that big because it had to go in that slingshot. But I want you to know that in that smooth stone, there was the power of the Holy Ghost. In that smooth stone, there was God saying, look here, you can't do nothing with my family. You can't do nothing because I am Israel. I am in charge. So, bye-bye. One smooth stone. Then remember I told you it said that he had some brothers. So in case he had to go to war with the family, he was ready for battle. Amen. That's why you have to be careful how you treat people. That's why you have to be careful how you 
entertain the Bible says strangers and not be unaware amen we don't know what God's doing for us but I believe that God's getting us prepared for we're prepared people for a prepared place because God's opening magnificent doors hallelujah what we're doing right now I believe that people around the world hallelujah are talking about the God that's in us that he's opening doors right now hallelujah even more in Africa than we think hallelujah we're starting out with maybe 10 churches or more so but God is moving by his power because we have doing we are doing the work of God not trying to be the big eye and the little I'm the apostle I'm the prophet I'm the, no it's not about us it's about Jesus in us That's right. David 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 was a part of a team but Goliath wanted to say, I'm not a dog. You know who I am? I got all the money. I got all the power. I'm in, I'm charge. I'm big and nobody dare to challenge me. I am so sick of people. Oh, going to challenge me. I'm going to challenge me. Show me where in the Bible Jesus challenged folks to do a whole bunch of stuff. Other than give your life to Christ. If you're challenging folks to give them to, yourselves to Christ, then challenge them, baby. But there's nowhere else. It was constantly saying, look at here, I love you, daughter. I love you, son. I forgive you. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter who you slept with, no matter what you did, I love you so much, but I'm not going to make you love me. I'm giving you an opportunity to come to me. Amen. And I will no wise cast you out. Hallelujah. Why? Because I believe that God allowed the angels to fight for us in this battle. I believe that the Holy Ghost took control of that slingshot. I believe the Holy Ghost allowed David to stand flat-footed and put power, Zeus's power, in that rock to hit him right dead in the middle of his forehead, and he had to die. Amen. It was the will of God. And when you make up your mind, to walk in the will of God. Folks can't stop you. They'll talk trash. They'll curse you out. They'll tell people, oh, who she thinks she is. She on the, on the radio. She on all these podcasts. Who she thinks she is. I don't know what she's doing, but she ain't doing what God told her. I ain't seen nothing like that. Just because you ain't seen it, that don't mean it ain't God. Because God said to his word, he told us that we have to go and reach the world. Not just reach it from your bedroom or reach it from a church building. But he told us to go out and reach the world and change 
the atmosphere around you. In other words, when you walk in a building, you're supposed to change the atmosphere. You're supposed to change people's mindsets. You're supposed to walk in the atmosphere, and all of a sudden, people are happy and dancing and joyful because you brought your God in the place with you in the form of the Holy Spirit that lives in you. Because of the power of God. It was a fight. It wasn't really a fight because David won. And you don't see nowhere David's wrestling with the with the giant. You don't see him rolling and stopping and the, and the, no, no, there's no fight. The battle's already won for us when you made up your mind to Christ, give your life to Christ. I don't know. I don't know how how it took that much longer for me to give my. But my life has been sweeter, not the best. But must the sweetest I've ever heard. I thank God that He kept me alive. You could not even heard my voice anew because God allowed me to live, and I'm going to preach with all my might. I'm going to pray as much as I know how. I'm going to live as much as I know it for Him because He has sustained me for such a time as this. I could have been dead and gone, but I am yet in here right now. And David stood before the giant and let him know that I come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're one of those people that come in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and wish to give their life to Christ, you can. In the name of Jesus. He says, when a man confesses in his heart, in his mouth, and believes in his heart, he says, then thou shalt be saved. You're not confessing and not believing. You've got to believe both. You get yourself into a Bible-based church. We're here several nights during the week, and I can tell you for surety that every one of these 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 members, uh, these people in this podcast, that they're filled with the Holy Ghost, and not tipping and ripping and lying and cheating. And right about now, that's what we need. We need to sit up under a ministry that they're not tipping and lipping and lying and cheating and, and playing lotto and all this other stuff. And, and uh, No, 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 no. We are walking in ten in time. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's great. Father, I thank you for your word tonight. Yes, Lord. We thank you, God, for allowing us to know that there's some giants in our land, but we can overcome. That there's the giants in our land, and it's hard for us, and we don't know what to do sometimes. But, God, we know that you're there. I, I praise you, God. We praise you, God. Heal and deliver. Heal, 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 heal. Heal us, God, from our afflictions. Heal us from our thoughts. Heal, heal us from our mindsets. Heal us because all we want is you now, Jesus. You said you will. 
provide all of our needs. I don't have to look for things, but I look for you. You say, you make a way for me, so all I have to do is look for you and read my word and stay in my Bible and try to do everything that I know that the Bible tells us to do and treat people the way you want. Because, God, I don't want to die and be lost. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Does anybody like to make a comment or I'll give it to the apostle and then we'll get up out of here. Amen. I just like to go and do what I have to do and get on out the way because folks have things to do in life and everything else. Hallelujah. But I want you to know that Jesus is the center of our joy. He's supposed to be the center of our being, our life. He's the center of everything we ought to be, we hope to be, and we shall be. Because without him, we shall be nothing or do nothing in the midst of our storms. In the name of Jesus, we pray the Father, hallelujah, in everything that we do. And not just be a half-baked Christian, but love Jesus with the intensity and know that we serve him. Yes, not a like a, a lot of pretense, but do you know him? Yes, Lord. I always talk about that scripture. Paul constantly says that all that matters is that I know Jesus. I can have houses, I can have land, I can have money, I can be a millionaire. But I, if I don't understand what's going on, you might be a millionaire, and when you die, that money could go somewhere, and 30 days, all that money's gone. Why? Because it fell into a hand of a fool. Amen. We've got to have the wisdom of the Holy Ghost. Don't, don't even go to the bank. Don't go anything or doing anything but I asking God, God, give me wisdom. Everything that I do, give me wisdom. Talk to the doctors. God, give me wisdom. Give me favor. Everything. Speak it to God because we don't know what we're walking into. You think this year. So we've got to pray, saints. We need to stay before God and know who he is. Amen. Amen. Apostle Erica, are you still on the line? Amen. I am. I am. Amen. We give God glory on honor on tonight. Amen. For what he is, uh, what he is doing um, in this season. Amen. We thank everybody for, um, we are currently have listenings, listenings, amen, up to 31 countries. And we have 6.K downloads from all the other platforms. So we give God glory. So that means that we are um, effectively spreading the word of God abroad across uh, many countries. Um, so that that's, that's the, the major thing is um, getting people, amen, to reconcile their life to Christ, compelling them with love um, instead of... Um, grabbing them with hate and, and, and it's still you know a lot of stuff i think that um god allowed me for the last week amen to shut down amen facebook for just for that week amen to to 
re-strategize and even though that I was attacked, amen, um, like I said, I came home fighting, amen, I came home fighting, I give God the glory for that, for my healing, um, and I thank every one of you, um, Pastor Jackson, Prophetess Rosemary, amen, Elder Skinner, Prophetess, amen, uh, Linda, my mom, um, Pastor Gloria, Pastor Franklin, they were really was uh, Bishop Otuno was really um, interceding for me on my behalf, and I am grateful. Amen. Uh, the doctor said I had a kidney infection. My blood was black, um, and they said I had lacked oxygen, not just in my brain, but I lacked oxygen all over my body. And they turned around and gave me the medication that I need to stop the flow of the blood. But I give God glory for today. I give him victory for what he is doing. I get the victory that I'm still here because he knew that I have a, a purpose uh, in my life. He has a purpose in my life um, and many things that was going on. Um, and I knew it was warfare because even with my thyroid, it dropped to 0 0.26, which is very low. Um, but I still give God glory even in the midst of my pain, even in the midst of that spoke the word uh, my apostle spoke into my um over me this morning um uh, and gave me instructions and when i went in there they went and did the sonogram one sonogram showed showed it was a uh, the fibroid tumor a kidney stone and then when they went and did transvaginal the kidney stone folded right in the midst of the um uh, of the sonogram <laughs> wow. okay hallelujah really explode over me it folded right in front of and they were like because it was 3d 3d digital um so you know they had to go in a little further but i give god glory they was able to find that like i said that tumor that was in there the fibroid tumor but they also was able to see that uh identify that there was a kidney stone looked like it was growing but as they begin to open up the sonogram on the transvaginal side through the camera they actually saw the stone shrinking they said they've never seen nothing like that. God must love you. God. I say, yeah. <laughs> Amen. So I, I, um, I thank God for that. They, they said they've never seen anything like that. I said that was a miracle, God. Amen. Like I said, my apostle spoken to me this morning um, and, and stopped what he's doing and called me out, called my name out, and he called me right then because he knew that I was under attack. And that's what you—that's what we're supposed to be, as um, as leaders. When we are are a family of the body of Christ, when we are under attack, we we minister to each other. We we stand in the gap. And then I learned mm -hmm. that even in this season, God is not allowing everybody to pray on me, pray with me, touch and agree with me, because everybody mm -hmm. is not going to touch and agree with you. Okay, they're not going to mm -hmm. touch. Everybody is not going to do that. You know, uh, because they feel like they're too arrogant or they think they're higher than you, that they can't, they, they don't want to touch an agreement with you, that like they're untouchable. I don't want to ever be in a, a, a fellowship or be in under no type of organization. And I'm talking about separate from the organism, the church, to the point that I can't reach out to my leader. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. I can't reach out to my covering. Mm -hmm. And then my, my pastors. Mm -hmm. That I oversee, I don't want them to the point that they can't reach out to me. That's that's uncalled for. You know, don't allow us to get so highly minded that we know earthly good 
Amen. So I give God glory tonight. Okay. And I thank everybody for okay. uh, praying and really interceding for me on today. Um, I guess I got a little shot like a workhorse and I went to sleep for a little while. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm, a, I'm awake tonight. But I give God the glory uh, for what he's doing. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to turn this back over back over to uh, Prophetess Lang on tonight. Amen. To close out. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want you to know when she starts giving these numbers about 12.2K, this, that means there's thousands and thousands of people are downloading our messages Amen. all over the world. We're just in a church or a building or, or, or a state because they listen on the Internet and they have the capacity to go, just say this message that, that I just saw. They can download that message and play it again and again and again. And we're talking about something point two point K. That means thousands and thousands of people are listening around the world, not just America alone. So we are we are doing our father's business. Yeah. And yes, we're all gonna come under attack. Why? Because once we begin to grow and minister in the gospel, the enemy job is to stop us. And when you can't attack me on the first level, what they do is they back up and get somebody up to go to the second level because I can't handle her. And when you get that level, so then all of a sudden you're still growing and they're, they're, they're gone up to the eighth level. And, oh, I can't, well, I got to go to the level. So they tell another one, oh, I can't handle this one. So you take that one. So we're going to go through mountainside experiences. We're going to have valley experiences. We're going to feel devastation. We're going to feel lost. We're going to feel like, God, now, now what's going on? And I don't understand. But it is your spiritual growth. You're going to have the spiritual growth in God and the things of God. So we're all going to go through. But we know how to learn. We have to learn how to go through and how to come out in victory. Amen. Okay. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the word tonight. We thank you for everybody on the line. I thank you for Jesus. Amen. I thank you for everybody. Um, and uh, I, we love you, Lord. We love you uh, for for listening to us every time you're on the line, um, Jesus. Um, we thank God for my family, my friends on the line. I thank God for people that find it not robbery to just listen to a word from the Lord through these lips or any other lips on this line. Pray a blessing. Pray over your children. Pray over your family members. Pray and pray and pray. Bible says, watch as well as pray. Father, we Amen. thank you not God, let us now just hear, just not hear the word, but do the word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. God Amen. bless y'all. Y'all have a great night. Hey, my people. Amen. Connect with uh, with the ELR Coalition Alliance. We are currently growing and we're expanding. We are currently 
in uh in kenya right now expanded in kenya we're currently 16 uh 13 ministries uh churches actually in kenya right now so we give god glory amen and we're working and striving to do to get it to the level so uh the churches here that are in the united states amen we're gonna step it up and make it happen amen to continue to spread the gospel amen mm-hmm. god bless you have a wonderful night and bless god bless god bless you bye now Heaven is waiting for the mention of the name. The spirit is moving, burning like a flame. Healing the broken, one we proclaim. Raise it up. Fill the sky, mountains move, will it still Speak the name, the name above all other names. Speak the name, the name the wind and waves obey. All the planets coming down. Gather all the wonder, hostages of shame, miracles unfold at the mention of your name. Now darkness is fleeing, mercy right in tone, healing waters flowing, as our lips make the sound.
Hallelujah. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning in on tonight. Amen. ELR, Prophetic Share Podcast Network. That is spreading the gospel throughout the nation on tonight. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Until we meet again, amen on ELR, Prophetic Share Podcast Network. God bless you.